Let's go. Tuesday, September 13th, man. Wildness. I know there's wildness going on in your house. We're single dad life over here. Gabby is on her way to a all hands uh, meeting in California. So we are over here doing our thing and making it happen in the Nuremberg household with the uh, all hands on deck approach. And she is uh, she is flying jet blue nice first uh, class jet blue across mid- the country to yes. california and it looks ridiculous she actually said her words to me were this experience is elite and it takes a lot for that woman to say elite i will say that when i worked with uh it looks like linkedin is screwing up again um on mobile um when i um was flying back and forth to california working with sean flood and gotcha um i took jet blue mint and it was like seriously man wow right you know it's just i mean literally i woke up in the morning and they basically did everything but shower they got slippers and yeah and just great she said she's in a solo pod she sent me pictures of the menu and uh of the of the drink menu and i was like wow there's legit cocktails they got an outpass store on yeah. there with i was like wow like, I, i'm in for that at 7 30 in the morning um, so for those who are having trouble on LinkedIn, head over to YouTube, as we told you. A um, couple of great things. Last night, um, in honor of National Bald is Beautiful Day, or um, we got all the bald guys together. So, Shay, show me the bald guys. <laughs> what a picture. Uh, there were a lot of people there that were contemplating shaving their head. Um, for those that don't know, I don't know that we ever really officially announced this. But uh, Jake um, is running an Aflac agency, and uh, Aflac is partnered with us. And so uh, this was Jake's meeting last night, and I will shout out to the top of my lungs. Super, super proud of him. Uh, What a phenomenal job. Great people. Rick Whalen, who's the president of the East Coast or whatever title he's using these days, super sales guy, took an interest in us and came and met all the boys. So um, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Really, um, really cool. Um, So that's happening. Then it's really interesting. We come home last night. This is just how the stories and life is. We go to Chipotle and the girl like has a happy, happy hand. She's just slapping shit on there. And the girl asked me, is it double? I go, you know, at the counter, I go, no, it's okay, great. Boom. So pay, go home. I put it in another bowl. I'm ready to sit down and chow. And I look at Jake and I go, how do you ha- handle a hungry man? Now, I'm asking people in the huddle, how do you handle a hungry man? Put it in the thing before I say. So, um, But the, 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 the tail end of that story is that Jake had absolutely no idea what you were none. talking about. Zero. <laughs> and then when you asked me this morning, I had the concept. I knew I couldn't pinpoint it. I couldn't follow it up, and I couldn't tell you exactly what brand, but I had an idea. I was close, which tells you that like I'm really on the tail end of when that was. Really, really cool stuff. So for those who cannot respond or don't know the answer, Shay, play me, uh, how do you handle a hungry man? How do you handle a hungry man? 
working up an appetite a manhandler can handle. Looks like my boy's grown up. He's ready for Campbell's Manhandlers, like split pea with ham and bacon. A thick, delicious soup laced with ham and bacon. A man-sized part of a man's meal. The Manhandlers. The Manhandlers. Mmm, mmm, good. I mean, if there's any question about what's wrong with America today, just go back and look at the advertising from, what is that, like the late 70s, early 80s? I mean, can you imagine just the thought that... Uh, <laughs> Naming your product the man. <laughs> just like, it's so... I would like to be in the pitch meeting of, of somebody pitching the advertising ideas to somebody and hearing them go, we're going to call them the manhandlers and like watch the reaction. <laughs> Christian White, I feel manhandled. <laughs> so it was just great because it came to my mind. I instantly called Helen and I go, Helen, how do you handle a hungry man? And she goes, the manhandler. Right. No, the, the, it definitely stuck. So Lori Kazuski gets, it. gets it. it. Great stuff. By the way, um, Lori, great email or text back to, to Mark. That's how the game is played. That's right. We're playing tennis, baby. You do, I do. Um, Shay, wake us up because we got fortune cookies. We got keys to success. And we got the five Fs to talk about today. So there's our man, David, uh, showing up last night. You know, it's crazy when you look at the evolution of how relationships happen. When I was living in Palm Beach, I worked out in a gym, bald dude crushing it next to me. We start a conversation. He works with Aflac. He said, dude, with all your contacts, you'd be great doing something with, with Aflac. And four years later, we're sitting there as partners, man. So it was crazy. Uh, it was great. He's such a cool guy. If you do not know David, please reach out, have a cup of coffee with him. He's super cool. And congratulations to him because his wife is pregnant after really, really trying hard. So there's a huddle shout out for you. So um, today's National Fortune Cookie Day. Um, and it's interesting because there's so many different um, historical references to how it started. Some date back to the one 1918 a Chinese immigrant, some was 1914, whatever. Um, what's your thought on fortune cookies? It's a must have, right? The part of the only reason I'm getting Chinese food is to get the fortune cookie at the end, but I have a rule, right? There's a rule to eating the cookie before you actually read the fortune. So you got to break the cookie, take the fortune out, eat half the cookie, then read the fortune before you finish it. Otherwise, you're wasting your time and your fortune's not worth anything. I could not agree more, but How about new? 
well done, Jay. <laughs> that is Jay being creative on his own. That was not in the show notes. Yeah. So wants to, uh, um, here's more shouting out. This is commitment. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in girl. the habit stacking coming from go, California girl. this morning, listening to the huddle while driving to her CrossFit. Great stuff. And I'm voting for her best smile on LinkedIn. Every picture, she is ear to ear. Great stuff. So you control your fortune or you do not control your fortune, Mr. Noodleberg. You control your ability to take advantage of opportunities. You cannot control what opportunities get brought and what opportunities don't, but great individuals, great teams are always pre prepared to take advantage of opportunities. So in a sense, you create your own fortune. I love that. And uh, my man, Jesse Itzler, who I just spoke to, I will be seeing him speak in Nashville um, in a couple of weeks. Um, he came up with this. So uh, show me, um, success is all about the buckets. You mentioned something about success mm -hmm. and you know, everybody has mul there are multiple definitions of success. Mm -hmm. If you ask hundred people, you might get a hundred answers, yeah. but you touched on something I think is important to the listeners. And my, to me, I have a lot of different definitions. Success isn't being good in one bucket. It's not about like, I made all this money, you know, and I know, oh, it's easy for you to say, no, success is not about being good in one bucket. It's about being good in all the buckets. Yeah. yeah. All the buckets. Mm -hmm. It's about being a good dad. It's about being, you know, good to your employees. It's about giving back in the charity bucket. It's about doing the right thing when you do it. It's about standing up for something that you see is wrong. Mm -hmm. That's success. When I see people that are mega wealthy, they're just fucking wealthy. Yes. No, they're just wealthy. Yeah. That's not what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And it's and you don't have to be wealthy. If you're struggling in one area, you can still be good in all the other areas. So true, man. You can't spiral down because success, the way you look at it, isn't happening. Mm. Well, then go be successful in the other buckets mm. and fill up your place. I mean, he hits it spot on. And I think it always comes back to priorities, right? Like defining what success looks like. I, and, and you always, you know, you always taught me that that was the first question for anybody is, what does success look like for you, whether it be an engagement with us working together, whether you being a part of the team, what do you see as success? Because if you don't have it defined for yourself, you're going to allow somebody else to define it for you. And then who knows where you end up? So first of all, if you don't define it, you can't find it. You know, so it's like, okay, I'm hunting for something. It comes right in front of me. I don't know. I think I was brought up in an era where I was sold what success looked like. It was fed to me, success is working 80 hours a week. Success is being busy. Success is having a bigger car, a better car than somebody. Success is one-upping everybody in the world, everywhere, every time. And so I had this misguided thing that for me, reorienting myself to success. And that's why I love, you know, a guy like Jesse comes out and says, people have money or just fucking have money. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah. And I think, you know, I wrote about this in the book that for me, I was trying to emulate everybody else's success. I spent a large chunk of my youth trying to be you, right? I was growing up thinking that I had to replicate who you were 
Then as I got into football, I was like, oh, well, I got to replicate these dudes. I got to be who these guys are because they're in the seat that I want to be in. And it took me emulating and figuring out that that wasn't the right fit to eventually find what my mold was and being guided by people saying, no, 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 what do you want to do? And being asked the question of, well, what would you do if you were in the seat and doing it that way? And, you know, if you could avoid having to go through the struggle of trying to fit into somebody else's suit and just build what your suit was, you'd save yourself a lot of headache and a lot of waste as far as getting to what you want to do to be successful. So, so let me clarify something. You wrote a book? Yeah. Is that right? I, I was not aware of that. Um, Brenda, who is uh, coming to us from Detroit, Brenda, LinkedIn decides to play their own games where audio comes through, the video doesn't. I am appearing on her LinkedIn Live next Tuesday, the 22nd. And so I think it's next Tuesday. So I know it's the 22nd. Um, if in fact, I don't want this to happen to you. So we have no control over it, but success is doing the show anyway. Go to YouTube. But I will tell you this. I, I will tell you this about success. When I started coaching people, the first thing I said was, I'm only going to do it for 90 days, not forever. We're going to tie it to a time frame. We're going to get in the car together. We're going to go driving. And in 90 days, you tell me what the destination looks like. What does success look like? And I had people say to me, I want a million dollars in sales in three months. I was like, good. Have a nice day. I hope you find something. <laughs> people are not realistic about what success could be. It's okay to dream. Dream without actions. You know, uh... well, yeah, I think that's the important part of, of, of coaching is helping people understand what's realistic, right? Like I, one of my favorite things that I still do is have a conversation with high school students and their parents that are going through the recruiting process because it's very easy to figure out, to, to dream about going to play at the University of Florida or going to play at the University of Alabama and say, I'm just going to do whatever I can to go make that happen. But there's a lot of real reality that has to set in for people in order for them to be able to reach the goal of ultimately playing division one or just playing sports at the next level. So for me to be able to use my experience of saying, Here's how the game gets played. Here are the things you should be aware of. And I'm not telling you that you can't go do that, but here are some other things to think about while you're thinking about that. Gives people perspective. And that's really what coaching is, is let me give you some perspective so that you can incorporate that into your decision-making in order to help yourself be successful. So, you know, I still believe you can dream big and be whatever you want, going to move to motivational music i'm going to throw out a name barry eugene carter and i want you to tell me who that was it was his birthday yes uh yesterday he passed in 2003 he's a very 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 famous speaker just curious who in the audience knows who barry eugene carter is he actually started his career as a songwriter he was looking for someone to sing his songs and all of the pundits said 
you should sing them yourself, dude. You're unbelievable. And he came, became a very, very well-known speaker who played with an orchestra. Anybody. Howie Krog. Barry White. It was Barry White's <laughs> birthday yesterday. This guy was responsible for lots of babies being conceived. Um, give me Barry White. And then a lot of the Motown people came and did that. So it's just good music. Anybody flips on Barry White today, it'll change your mood like that. You'll go out and crush it. Agreed. Uh, so on this success journey, I decided, I said, hey, I want to define those buckets. You know, Jesse said dad and giving back and all like that. So I created five Fs. It's easy to remember. They are faith, family, friends, fitness, and finance. If you are willing to keep score, your life will change. The buckets will go up and down. But if you continually look at each of these buckets and manage them. So Mark, you and I have talked about this for a long time. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I, it goes back to when you were in school. You got a grade in every subject. You weren't just told you were a good student. You got to study every category and how you did in each of those categories then define the kind of student that you were. I think this is the same philosophy. I look at that with organizations. I look at it with teams. This is a way to look at it for yourself individually. And I don't know what comes first. I would say that you have it in the right order with faith being first because to me, that's the thing that drives all of the other behaviors. The faith feeds your mindset. The faith allows you to look at your, your, your fitness differently. It allows you to look at your family differently. So I think that faith is the most important of the buckets to check first and saying, how am I doing there? What do I need to do in order to be better? Because you could just be spiritual. Nobody's saying you have to be religious to have faith. No, it's not religious. I like to practice my religion. Going to church on Sunday and having a disciplined routine, go figure, helps me feel like I'm feeding my faith, but that's not for everybody, but you have to have some kind of faith, I think. So I'm going to give you like the, the top um, sort of the 10,000 feet view. Faith for me is what gets me through all the shit, you know, all the tough times. You don't have faith. I think you have nothing, man. It's just, there's no more, you know, faith. Martin Luther King said, faith is taking the step, the next step when you can't see 
beyond sure. it. You know, that's what we talked about in Palas. And look at uh, Chris Gabba, you know, nurture, enrich, and inspire. Way to go, brother. Love you, that. You certainly, you certainly get it, you know. Fitness, I know lots of people who have lots of money, but their bodies are breaking down. You can't enjoy your life if you are not healthy. I mean, you can't so- enjoy anything. To me, right. like that's your vehicle. And whether you want to be a Ferrari or you want to be a 1982 Pinto, like you're in control over that. What you put into your body, forget about the exercise that you do. But the gasoline that you choose to fuel your body with will then affect everything that happens after that. And that was always a conversation I had with my players was you can't expect to walk in between the lines and play like a high performance vehicle when you just went to McDonald's and slammed, you know, five things off of the dollar menu before you came to practice. You're going to feed your body like a high performance vehicle if you want to operate like a high performance vehicle. So we have faith, we have fitness, that makes sense. We have family and you know, we created hashtag FOE, it's family over everything. You know, there's so many people I know that don't have that cement and and I live through it. Some of my family doesn't speak to each other, seem like- So that's where I think, I think you can define what, who family is. It's not necessarily blood. You know what I mean? It's the people that you know are in it with you through thick and thin regardless that will always be there. All of those people in my life are my family. I use the word brother to a lot of people that aren't even a stepbrother. We're not related by marriage or by blood, but we've been through the fire together and I know we'll continue to be there for each other. Those are brothers to me. So... Family and friends, you can sort of tie together in that bucket because I have lifelong friends. You know, like, you know, Helen will say, holy shit, like, you know, everybody. And when you run into them, like after not seeing them for a while, it's like, oh, my God, you know, I can't believe the bond you have. That's work. That's paying attention. That's, you know, being there for them when they need it. I mean, Byron is not family, you know. But so that's where I would say most people look of their look at their friends or they say, I have a lot of friends, but those are actually acquaintances. Yes. There are people who like you do pleasantries with and that you might feel obligated to invite to something. You're not really friends to me. If you're friends that like I, I don't have just acquaintances, I either have friends or family. And if you're family, then like you're mandatory to be invited to the things that I need you at. And I know that I can call on you no matter what. If you are a friend, it doesn't matter how long it's been since I've seen you or talked to you. We're going to pick up right where we left off and continue that relationship because it was built the right way. If you don't fit into one of those two buckets, you probably don't really exist in my life. That's exactly right. Because there's only X amount of time right. to do all the things you want to do. And you do have a choice. And then we'll close today's show out with my last one, which is so significant because finance is the root cause of all relationship troubles. It always comes back to we don't have money. We have too much money. We're spending money in the wrong places. Stress comes from money. Debt is the devil. And do not 
owe money. Now, in your business, that's a different story. If you use debt to grow, that's a different story. In your personal life, do not put yourself in debt. That's where you cause harm to your body, harm to your friends, harm to your family, harm to everybody. Amen. Take care of your finances. And I think Jim has the mic drop of the show. He says, I have acquaintances that have boats. I like to call them friends. <laughs> well done, Jim. That is a mic drop. So listen to some Barry White. Have a great Tuesday. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Hopefully LinkedIn decides to show up. If not, stay on YouTube. They're always there. Chris Gabba, way to be here, brother. Way to show up to everybody. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night.